What it do, what it do, what it do. This is the Wizard Junkies Podcast. I am your host, Brooks. And as always, I have me with me, Marcel. Marcel, say what's up to the people, man. What's going on, folks? Yes, sir. We are looking up right now. The Wizards are looking up. They're four and two in their last road trip. One for their last five games, man. Are your hopes up? What are you thinking right now? So I'm, I I think it it could be a case of uh, fool's gold, man. Um, you know, I look back at the that nice stretch we had around All Star break where we won five straight, but then we came back from All Star break and started laying dud after dud. Um, the last six games, um, four and two, looking good, but. Let me let me let me let me let me take a step back. The last five games, so we are four and one in the last five. Right before that, we lost four straight. So, and we mm-hmm. lost to the Raptors, the Mavericks. I mean, that's a L, obviously. The Pistons, though, and the Hornets without Lamelo. So, out of those four losses, three of them were to teams that we should have beat. Um, but then, on the other hand. During this stretch, we beat the Warriors, who, you know, they are who they are right now, but they're still a better team than us. Um, we beat the Jazz. Uh, we were playing the Suns good for uh, 24 minutes, um, playing very well. I don't know what happened in that third quarter, but um, the, the, this team continues to show you their potential, man, but um, they keep – they keep reverting back to their G League style, you know, G League level play um, mm-hmm. and laying these eggs. Um, and so you asked me if I'm getting my hopes up. I, I'm definitely not. Um, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that to myself, man. I, I'm it's it's it, it's still they have to put they have to keep this this stretch going. Um we play the Pelicans tomorrow night. They're they're a pretty good team. Very um very well coached. Um and then obviously Zion. We don't have anybody that's gonna guard him. Uh, Rui's not gonna look very good guarding Zion. Um so I mean, I'm definitely interested to see how we play play them, but um no, nah, I'm not too excited yet. Nah, I'm not there yet. No, that's fair. And I'm I'm with you on this. I think the Wizards right now are consistently inconsistent. You know, it's just like you said, they continue to tease us and show us what they're capable of, but then they keep making those those silly mistakes. You know, it goes back to coaching. We as as we always harp on the Wizards Junkies podcast, you know, we, we know, you know, Russell Westbrook is gonna get his triple doubles, Bradley Bill is gonna get his thirty. But then we're still trying to get that defense up, trying to get contributions from everybody else. Rui's playing pretty well, Danny's you know, contributing. But once again, like I said, the team is consistently inconsistent. And to get to this play-in spot, man, we need them to become, at, at this stretch of the season, they should have a have a more of an identity than just being consistently inconsistent. Would you agree with that? I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, I'm I'm beating a dead horse here, but it, it, is, it is all about coaching, man. Um, have you noticed the last few games how crazy the turnovers have been? Um, and it's not just Russ doing his normal Russ stuff. Um, Brad's been turning the ball over. Um, other guys have been turning the ball over. I think the other night we had, uh, we were in the 20s. Um, hold on, I'm just checking right now. 
Uh, let's see here. Turnovers. We had 24 turnovers against the Kings last night. That mm-hmm. is ridiculous. I mean, and we won. <laughs> it, that makes that makes no sense. It literally makes no sense. So, like I said, I sound like a broken record. I'm beating a dead horse. It's coaching, coaching, coaching. Um, this team could be so much better with the right coach. Um, and that's just kind of where that falls. Yeah, and I, I mean, in, even the night before. Oh, wait. Okay, here we go. Even that night before, man, the Wizards uh, showing consistently being consistently being inconsistent. You go from 20, 24 free throws or twenty four free throws, twenty four turnovers against the Kings. You only had seven against the Jazz, and that was in a four point win. So, again, ball security, ball security is going to be hard when you have two heavy usage guards like Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. You know, and I'll. I'll take I'll take what I can, but again, shouldn't be th- giving up twenty plus turnovers as professional ball players. Um, it's, it's getting ridiculous. You know, you you end up giving away twenty shots to the other team when you keep on throwing the ball away like that. So, again, yeah, I I'm with you on once again on Russell. I mean Russell Westbrook, Scott Brooks needing to uh, teach ball security a little bit better. The coaching staff needing to touch or coach. Uh, Ball security better because you can't win when you keep on throwing the ball away. Definitely not, man. And just uh just want to add a quick little point in there. Twelve turnovers between uh Brad and Russ by themselves in that Kings game. Ridiculous. But speaking of Russ, man, Russ having another historic season for the Wizards, just had his sixth straight triple double. Believe he's had twenty-four already. Climbing up the Wizards franchise leaderboard for triple doubles. Are we beginning to get wrong, or are would you say you're becoming right about your uh, prediction with Russell Westbrook, or are we still we're not trying to get our hopes up right now? Um, that's a tough question, man. Uh, because I, I honestly feel like you never know which Russ you're gonna get night in and night out, and and he's been better at being consistent. The last, I don't know, two months or so, uh, but he still has his nights where his 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 shot selection is terrible. Um, he's taking too many shots and he's turning the ball over too many times. But then he'll have those nights where he's incredibly efficient, um, and he just looks like Russell Westbrook. Um, so I think he's working. I think he's working towards that consistency, man, um, because it's it's becoming. It's becoming, uh, it's looking like it, he's he's turning into you know being, uh, being more of himself rather than not being himself. If that makes any sense, like he's looking more of himself more often. Yeah, he's getting healthier. Uh, yeah, he's becoming right. healthier. He's coming coming more comfortable with the team. Exactly, building that chemistry, this that and the other. Um, yeah, man. I mean, look, I like the potential between Brad and Russ. I, I will say one thing. That I I would hope I would have hoped that it would have been more of a, a one like a a one and a one a between the two of them. But I definitely see Brad taking a backseat to Russ, um, especially like in the fourth quarter where I feel like Brad should have a ball in his hands most of the time. Um, I don't know if that's a coaching thing or I don't know if that's Brad just knowing that he is. 
the number two, if that's maybe what he wants. I, I'm not sure. I don't know what that's about, but I definitely feel like the ball needs to be in his hands more than Russ's. Um, but the potential with the two of them, um, I think, you know, you put the right team around them, put, put shooters around them, shooters and rebounders. I, I think that's really all we need, honestly, uh, to, to spread that floor out. Um, and I think, you know, that could be, we could be a dangerous team next year. Um, shoot, if we had the right coach, we could have been a dangerous team this year, but you know how that goes. Yeah. And we're not going to, we're not going to harp on too much on that one, but I'll say this and, um, you let me know if I'm too off top, too off topic by saying this. I feel like right now, Russ, when it comes to the fourth quarter, at least is a little more proven just as a playmaker and as a scorer, and maybe that's why he's getting the ball more often. I mean, he just had a game winner. I believe it was against the Jazz, right? No, I'm not sorry. Not the Jazz. Um, who did he hit the game winner against? Was that the Warriors game? Say it again. I don't. Was that the, Warriors, the Warriors game? game? Yeah, he. Yeah, that was the Warriors game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he hit the game winner against against the Warriors, and you know, once again, like I said, he's. Proven himself to be a good closer. I think Bradley Bill is still figuring it out. Either he's still figuring it out or he's trying to figure it out. Like, it, it, you're supposed to be the franchise guy giving you this big money. And I'm still, me as, me as just a watcher, me as a media person, I'm still not scared of Bradley Bill in the fourth quarter. But I am a little more worried about Russell Westbrook. Am I too far off or, you know, what do, what do you think of that? Uh, nah, you're not far off, man. Um, uh, I don't know how to respond to that. So, so like you kind of got to, I think it really depends on the type of game that Russ is having. If, if he's having one of his vintage nights, then yeah, you need to be afraid if you're defending him. Um, but if he's having a three for 15 night, then, then nah, like, you know, Brad needs to step up, but <sighs> It's it's a tough one, man, because as good as Russ is, he can still make a silly turnover or take a, a horrible shot in crunch time when, you know, it, it would turn out that that was, you know, a bad call on his end or a bad decision. Like, I'm not sure I necessarily agree with being more comfortable if I'm if I'm the Wizards, being more comfortable with him kind of taking the lead in the fourth quarter. And I understand Brad doesn't necessarily have uh, the greatest the greatest history of, of you know showing up in the fourth quarter um, but I also think that he you know he possibly has like he, he might be being played too much maybe he's maybe he's just winded at that point in time I mean it, it, we have no bench really so I mean I can understand why he's playing so many minutes but um, Brad's a better shooter. I think Brad Brad is better at ball control. Russ is better at finding people, obviously. But in times like that, he's not necessarily looking to find people. He's he's probably trying to, you know, score the ball himself. Um, Brad is better at finishing around the rim. He has a much better uh, jump shot. Like I'm, I'm much more comfortable with the ball in Brad's hands with the game on the line than Russ. Um, but I think you know Russ is a is as of right now, Russ is a close second. I, I'll I'll admit, but I. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Team Bill on that one. You know, and that's fair. Once again, you know, 
when it comes to the fourth quarter, you want the ball in your best player's hands, or you want the ball in your leader's hands. To want it to be in Brad's hands is that's fair. Um, I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence when it comes to him as a closer, as you as you've heard. Uh, and you know what? You're right. Russell Westbrook. Some you know again, he's becoming more consistent, but he also has just silly stretches where he's just making boneheaded plays, trying to get trying to win the game back in one play or or two, whatever it may be. Um, you know, but I, and I feel like say it again. My- my bad. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, you know what grinds my gears about Russ is that yeah. he's not he he has he has a decent mid range mm-hmm. shot, right? Like especially free throw line extended. Like he's he's pretty good at that, but he loves yeah, taking those shot. shots. He loves taking those shots when nobody's under the rim for for a rebound. Um, it drives me crazy. Like I know we're not the best rebounding team, but you know you you taking that shot and you don't have anybody on your team that's under that rim prepared to potentially get an offensive rebound, it drives me crazy. And, you know, my coaches used to teach follow your shot. Nobody in pro sports follows their shot. I get that. So you're not going to ask a pro to follow his shot. But um, he's he's often taking these shots before his teammates get up the court or get in position for a rebound. Um, and a lot of times it ends up being a brick. Um, and that drives me nuts. No, I, I hear you, man. Um, again, and that that goes with the the boneheaded plays. That goes with Scott Brooks maybe not having a, a necessary leash on him. Again, that's his boy. And when Russ was the first one to tell you, Russ will be the first one to tell you Scott Brooks is, you know, who gave me my confidence to, that I could play in the league, and you know he gave me a long leash. Sometimes, man, you gotta shorten that leash a little bit. You know, Russ is a dog. We all know that, but. You know, you don't want your dog walking too ahead of you, controlling the pace and all of that. So, you know, it's up to you as a coach to bring him back in a little bit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think Brooks has that in him. That's why I go back to what I said about the next coach. I feel like if Russ is in your future plans, the next coach should not have any type of previous attachment to him. It should be somebody coming in fresh and somebody's not scared to uh, to hold him accountable. Um there's still there's still plenty of room in Russ's game for him to alter his his style just a little bit just a little bit um, if he can cut down on the turnovers I'll accept the poor shooting every now and then but if he can just cut down on the turnovers man like even even that small thing right there makes a, a gigantic difference definitely does yeah you know you're an all star point guard former MVP you know obviously. Uh, he's been in the league, uh, I believe, eleven years now. So, some. I mean, obviously, at this point, you're gonna be stuck in your ways. But, you know, every point guard, every every great point guard's got to be able to adjust their game a little bit, just like you said, man. So, I'm hoping to see that. Especially, you know, it's not too late. I believe we're a game and a half back of the playing spot. Um, you know, and I I kind of alluded to it earlier, it just earlier. with the fact, was just with the fact that uh, you know. The Wizards are, are one for their last five games, man. But this playing spot, you think it's possible? Do you think we have a chance? Yeah, we definitely have a chance. We definitely have a chance, um, especially if we're playing the way we've been playing the past, you know, 10 days or whatever. Um, we have a chance to get to the game and to to, to, to get into the playoffs. I, I'm never one to root for tanking. Um 
because I think it's kind of hypocritical for you to for a team to like outwardly say we're gonna you know purposely lose games. Meanwhile, we're still asking season ticket holders to buy, you know, to to come and 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 purchase tickets and this that and the other. Um, I, th- I think that's crazy, but um, we've been in this spot since I don't know how long. We've just been in the middle of the road, man, where we haven't been good enough to win. We haven't been bad enough to tank. Um, and, uh, you know, here we are again with, with two superstars at that. Um, so, you know, if you ask me, you know, would I rather us, you know, purposely start losing to, to, to get this, this draft pick who is an unknown and could potentially become a flop because it, we can end up choosing the wrong player or, you asked me to play this playing game and see what we, you know, if we can make some noise in the playoffs, I'm going to, I'm going to choose winning every time. Um, so we definitely have, we're definitely able to do it. We, we have a chance to get there. Um, do we, do I think we deserve it? Absolutely not. But I mean, <laughs> changed the rules last year. So now, now the 10 seed gets a spot, uh, gets a chance to play in the playoffs. I mean, whatever. I'll take it. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm going out guns blazing every time on the court. So, if you, you give me a chance to play, then hey, let's be like Dame Lillard and in the Blazers in the bubble, and let's let's go strong and let's, let's play some great basketball, man. Because that's all that matters right now. Uh, for those people who do not understand the NBA plan, the NBA playing tournament, uh, top six seeds are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs right now. So if the NBA season ended today the six teams in the playoffs would be give me one more moment in the Easter conference they will be Philly as the number one seed Brooklyn number two Milwaukee number three Atlanta number four and who would have thought Atlanta would be the fourth seed right now they they're playing wonderful for their uh their new head coach you know uh, what I'm talking about Brooks, that, that interim coach bro interim coach yeah, hey, I mean, and 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 the crazy part about Atlanta too is the fact. No, you know what? No, we're, we're not going to talk about that. No, we're we're, we're talking about the Wizards here. Um, <laughs> yeah, Boston number five, New York is number six, Miami is number seven, and Charlotte is number eight. In the playoff setting or in the playing settings, Miami would be playing Charlotte. If Miami wins, they keep the number seven seed. Uh, Charlotte loses then they end up playing whoever wins between indiana and chicago and then uh, whoever wins that game obviously becomes the eighth seed whoever loses is out of the playoffs uh wizards are currently 21 and 33 game a loss back from the toronto raptors at 22 and 34 and chicago at 22 and 32 a game and a half back two games um Again, man, I'm excited. You know, we obviously have a super tough schedule, but the rest of the way, I think we have four back-to-backs left. So, you know, we took care of business in in this road trip. Let's continue to take care of business. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'll I'll never, you know, not root for them, but, um, you know, those same whoever we end up playing, if we make it to the playing game, whoever we end up playing is going to be, you know, a bottom feeder like us, and that is the team. 
ironically, that's the type of team that we should be scared of because that's the type of team that we always play down to and we end up losing to. Like, if you told me that we would have to play the Nets for the playing game, I'd be like, okay, you know what? Oddly enough, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh, yes. But if you told me we got to play the Magic, be like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to start packing my bags a little early because they're going to they're gonna let the Magic do whatever they want on the court. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Again, very, very tough second half schedule here, guys. Uh, you know, keep your expectations high, but be be cautious at the same time, man. Because, again, this is the Wizards consistently inconsistent. And, uh, you know, as great as Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook are right now, I want to see them going out guns and blazing. But I'm not going to expect too much. Uh, you know, storylines are be cool to see the Wizards back in the playoffs right now. They'll probably be saying a lot more positive things about him than DC's former point guard John Wall, who's struggling a little bit over in Houston. But uh, you know, that be it, it may or may not be fair. But you know, it is what it is at that point. I just want to see the Wizards doing well because Marcel, you'll be the first one to tell them. Being a Wizards fan is 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 difficult. And uh, we're due sure. for some happiness. For sure, man. For sure. Last time I was happy, we were playing Boston in the second round. Um, and IT went off on us in game six or seven, whatever it was. I can't remember. Um, and sent us home. That was the last time I was happy. And that was a couple years ago. Um, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing playoff Russ and, 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 and playoff Brad. Um, this you know this thirty plus point per game scoring Bradley Bill. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he's like in the playoffs. I think the game slowing down in the playoffs definitely works out for somebody like Bradley Bill. Um, so all we can do is hope, man. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, and as far as let's say we do the get the let's say we do get the playing spot. End up winning that game. We end up playing the winner of the seventh and eighth eighth matchup. I mean, who who do you need to break out in order for the Wizards to secure that eighth seed spot? Me, my personal pick is Rui. Um, every time he plays well, man, we end up getting a win or the game is super competitive. How important has his development been this whole season? Dude, Rui, Rui was, uh, was going to be my pick as well for that question. Um, uh, again, like like what you say, consistently inconsistent. Um, that that's Louis as well. Um, he only seems to want to shine when Bradley Bill's not playing. Um, we need him to do that. In addition to not you know not in spite of, but um, look, I I think when Rui is on his game, when he's focused, when he's locked in, um, we tend to do well. Um, I think Rui is key. Um, so hopefully he can, you know, continue to have games where he's putting up 20 and, and, and nine or 20 and 10 or whatever. Um, I always said that I thought he was like a 17 and eight player. Um, I think if he just got there, I think, I think that's more than enough. Um, but you know, obviously he has games where he doesn't even get there. Um, and you know, games where he's just kind of just out of it. Um, so that's something he has to work. He can float you just you just be chilling so um yeah yeah 
Yep. All right, Marcel, man. It's been fun. You got anything else to say to the Wizards Junkies family, Wizards Junkies fans, before we get out of here? Yeah, man, I got two quick things. Uh, first and foremost, I want to... I'm I'm very I'm incredibly sad about Jamal Murray tearing his ACL, man. That that, that hurt me, and I'm not even a, a Denver fan. Um, that kid is so fun to watch, um, and to know that it happened so late in this season, so he might end up missing all of next year too. Um, that's that's tough, man. And if I'm Aaron Gordon, oh my goodness, I'm feeling like like I know he went through my teammate Jamal Murray went through the you know tore his ACL, but if I'm Aaron Gordon, I'm like. Damn, I can't get a break. I just came from the Magic. <laughs> I came here to win, and then you know, our I'm gonna call him the best player. I I think he's hello. But. My uh, my second quick thing, man, I want Brad to win this scoring title. Um, Steph has come out of nowhere, and he's hitting 23 threes a game. Um, I definitely think the way Steph's playing, he's going to end up overtaking Brad and end up winning the scoring title. But I hope that the scoring title means something a season like this where there could be just a, a slimmer of a, a, a bright spot, and I hope that he goes for it. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that race. Uh, when it go, when it you know really starts getting towards the end of the season. Oh my gosh, yeah, Steph has been going on this tear. Excuse me, the last eight games just had a fifty piece the other night. Yeah, Brad. I mean, I w- I was just disrespecting you about your fourth quarter play, man. It, now was the time to get this to get your play up and and, and get your numbers in the fourth, man, because a scoring title would be good for you. Scoring title would make would make us happy and all that. So. You know, to see to see that would be some good news. Um, as far as Jamal Murray goes, man, that yeah, that was that really sucked to see him go down, and it almost reminded me of what happened with Derrick Rose. You know, the way he was just going hard to the hoop, tries to power through his defender, and then he ends up just you know tearing his knee up. You know, and it, and it was a non-contact injury, which makes it even worse. You know, you 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 want to go. You I rather you see you go down. You know, taking a hit or something else. You know, the, the, sometimes that gets that looks scarier, but at the same time, sometimes it, it's it's better off for the player when they get hit and they end up hurting themselves a little bit. You know, and luckily now, you know, it, it's not as bad. A, a, a torn ACL isn't an indictment on your career like it was, let's say twenty, maybe even thirty years ago. So, best of luck to the to the Denver Nuggets. I feel I, I feel you about Aaron Gordon because. You just came from the from the Magic, like you said. Markel Fultz tears his ACL. Their playoff chances kind of take a a hit after that, and then they get rid of Evan Fournier too, and uh and Fusevich. Yeah, the guy can't really catch a break. I mean, he hasn't been able to catch a break since Dwayne Wade stole that dunking title from him. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, prayers up for him. So I would love to see him play again, man. The guy was having a career year across the boards. Points, rebounds, assists, uh, three-point shooting-wise. So, yeah, Wizards Junkies, definitely wish you the best of luck. Um, if I can take any solace in anything, man, he gave us a great game. The two games we played against the Nuggets, you know, we were able to 
we were able to win one, so I'm happy about that. So we'll see what happens the rest of the way. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, real quick, man. You, you mentioned um, Dwayne Wade snubbing him on that uh, that dunk contest, man. Um, did you ever hear the song that Aaron Gordon put out that I actually thought kind of cranked? Talking about Dwayne Wade's uh, snub? I saw the song, but I haven't listened to it. And I have a thing about NBA players being, like, rapping. But now that you say it kind of cranked, I'll, I'll give it a listen, and I'll let you know what I think of it. Yo, it was it was not bad. I, I was actually, like, I have a thing, too, man. And, like, I, I'll tell you this. Ron Artest and Dame Lillard, like, I never took them seriously until I actually listened to their music. They both... They both can rap. They both have flow. They like you know it's it's all there. They got talent. Um, Aaron Gordon, there there might be a second career for him uh, somewhere. I don't know if he wrote it, but at least he performed it well. That's that's what I'm gonna say. I thought it was pretty nice. Okay, and you know who else is 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 pretty nice too? That I don't think everybody's really talking about. I like Miles Bridges. I like Miles Bridges' bars a little bit too. Like he can rap a little bit. Like he's. He's he's rapping like some tough stuff, but the guy can go. And, you know, again, him and LaMelo are like a super exciting combo, but the guy can definitely lay down on a beat. So, you know, I'll definitely recommend those two as well. I'm going to have to look uh, look out for him. I haven't heard him. Gotcha. All I've seen it on is is on Twitter, like Twitter uh, clips and all that. So if I can find something, then I'll, I'll let you know as well. All right, bet, bet. I look forward to that. All right, Wizards Junkies fans, thank you for listening, especially if we got to the end. This is episode, like, 37, I want to say. I'm going to double check on that. But thank you for listening. We are out. Bang!